0: Hey, hey,
1: this is Joe Marcoux from the SOS Dojo. And I'm also the author of Boutique Thinking in a Big Box World. And if you want to leverage your message to gain a deeper influence and build lasting legacy, you got to be listening to Stories That Sell with my good friend, Scott Ramage.
0: Everyone in this episode of Stories That Sell, I chat with Joe Marcoux. Talk about high energy sales mastery and an exceptionally cool person. Uh, Joe does not use the term win-win. It's not just a line. It's a way of life. This dude knows how to sell, has an incredible story, self-made, but really on the backs of the greats. Uh, You're going to want to hear there's so many pieces of information in here that you could implement today and resources that you could implement that will absolutely help you excel in your business and in your life. Welcome to the show, Joe. How are you doing, man? You know what, Scott? I'm so thrilled to be
1: here. I got to tell you, if if I got any better, there'd be two of me, which is actually scary because my wife hears that and she's like, oh my God, no two. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, things are fantastic, man. Thanks for having me here.
0: Yeah. uh Yeah. I've been on the phone with you twice, and both times I go away with way more energy than I came. So Good. I'm looking forward to about 45 minutes of pure energy. So now Let's you do have it, pressure, yeah. Let's do it. That's it. That's it. And for those of you just listening, you probably ought to hop on YouTube and watch this. We'll listen here first, so that you know whatever. But I also go on YouTube. Uh, I the first thing I notice when I chat with you, Joe, is you've got like handwritten signs. Yep, on your wall. And-
1: Absolutely. It, it's both mantras for myself. And it's also the live training that I do via zoom. I use these poster boards and some of them are designed for the training and some of them are designed custom. So I just finished the training before you and I got on and there's custom information that I do on the fly as if we're on a stage, except right. now the stage is here on zoom yeah. and People are, And then I'll, I'll actually take photos of those shots, these posters, and I'll send them over to the clients that are getting the training from me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's insanely cool. And I know that you, uh, I, I want to share a practice that you did. I hope you're okay with this, but you had a whiteboard and you did a little video and you had something on the whiteboard and you're like, and it caught my attention. Like there, here comes an email and there's the whiteboard with something written. So guess what I have now? I have a whiteboard. Yeah. Right here. Yep. I have the whiteboard and it's funny that you mentioned it because
1: I'll like, I mean, I was recently using this and it's, this is like for zoom. It's such a great tool. You just get a dry erase and you can, and I'll ask people questions. And we know that in sales, right. Telling isn't selling, right. How do we capture people's mindset? How do we capture people's attention? I'm doing it right now. Have you ever noticed that when you ask somebody a question, you hook their mind, right? Have you realized that I'm asking you a question right now and I'm hooking your mind, you, the listener, I'm doing it right now. I can't realize that because
0: I have to, there's a response, right? Absolutely. It's
1: amazing too. So somebody will say, so, and again, with the the world of zoom, these visual aids, like you can do your screen share and everything else. And that's great. If I can just quickly pull out the board and go, Hey, so real quick, out of a hundred people that come and visit you in your location, or if you do a hundred phone calls, how many people will buy that's a dollar sign on the first call on the first visit. And I'm starting to have that conversation right then and there. Yeah. And I don't go what percentage I just go zero out of a hundred. Tell me the number. And this is what's really interesting, Scott. I get answers like, ah, uh, it's about, I think it's probably it's around. And that tells me all those answers. Bullshit. You don't know your numbers.
0: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You're
1: not measuring your metrics. It's around probably like, I need to know. Do you know your numbers? And if you don't, if I deal with retailers, for example, like, okay, I want you to get this really expensive piece of, you
0: know, technology. Awesome. You have one of those little clickers that people use when you're walking into a, that's it. Into a building. And it's like, count the number. Yeah.
1: If you can measure your metrics, you can grow it. So you're absolutely right. And yeah, that, that tool that I, I sent that off, it was called Vidyard and I get your attention. So I would, I would, you know, the way I, I sent it to you, it would just be right. Hey, Scott. And I start off, and it starts off, hey, Scott, and then it captures your attention. You click that email, and I'll tell you what, the and it tells me the open rate. And I have like a 99%, and I know I'm not around. I know it's 99 people out of 100 open those emails, and it tells me when they open, which, of course, that's a measurable metric.
0: I think we're going to have to have a conversation about metrics. So I think we have so much to talk about, but your, your, your energy is really awesome. So what I want to do, man. I want to make sure that we do the little rewind and hear about Joe and really what got you to where you are, what formed you into this person that has so much high energy, what's given you the purpose, the drive and the direction, because you are um, a professional in training and sales. And I think you do so much more. So let's hear it. I appreciate
1: you asking this question. And yeah, I mean, I think that there's a misconception with sales and I, I, I like to tell people that, you know, for me, it's the importance of relationships and communication. If we could get better at building communication and being interested in others and leading with empathy, doesn't it make sense that we can relate to people where they get to know, like, and trust us? And if we're out to help people, then if we can help more, we'll sell more. So instead of coming in with, I got to get better, at sales, which of course, everyone needs to continually improve. And I'm a big believer in the concept of Kaizen, which is Japanese for continual, never ending improvement, then, okay, what do I need to do here to be able to improve my game of relationship building and communication? And for me, it all started in my mid teens. I'm in my fifties now. And I practice what I preach in terms of health and wellness and keeping my energy high, and so, and I, and I'm, and I'm proud of the fact that I, I stay in good shape. It's something that's important to me because I want to live an exceptionally long life, not because I want to have a lot, a lot of years. I want to have a lot, a lot of life to those years. Mm-hmm. And so I started off in my teens being in the fitness industry in in the exercise equipment retail industry, I was managing my, uh, the, the, of uh, exercise equipment store at the age of 18. Wow, And by the age of 20 years old, here in my hometown of Winnipeg or Winterpeg, Canada, uh, and it's known as one of the coldest places on earth at times. And that's fine. You know, we've hardy people here. And I still choose to make this home, by the way. We, I, we could live anywhere. I, I, and there's reasons for that. We can share that later. So here I am in Winnipeg. And at the age of 20, I decided I got, I got offered to be a shareholder in this retail fitness equipment company. And there were too many ladles in the soup. And bottom line was I said, okay, I'm just going to do it myself. And at 20 years old, I opened up my very first high ticket, high end exercise equipment retail store. Now things went well back then. And we're like, we're going over 30 years now. And I needed to learn real fast, some skills to better improve my probability of success. And so wet behind the years, full of piss and vinegar, got to go for it. So I remember even in my late teens, you guys might know some guy by the name of Robbins, first name Tony. I was doing some training, like I'm over 30 years ago. And it was my, my father that got me involved in personal development. And what was interesting is Jim Rohn was on a tour and Jim Rohn was Tony's mentor. And I got an opportunity to see Jim, Jim Rohn. I was, Uh-oh. yeah, man, I was Uh-oh. front- front I was front row with Jim Roan we actually shared an elevator ride together and we had an opportunity to have a brief conversation with Jim Rohn it, like dream come true man it was no, awesome I'm kidding uh, Zig ziglar saw Zig a couple of times met Bob Proctor on several occasions if you've seen the movie the secret so personal development is the key and like Zig ziglar says or used to say motivation and training it's like bathing. You got to do it daily. You got to do it daily. So when I meet people who go, Oh yeah, I don't need any sales training. I'm like, Hey, great. I'd love to take your program. Because, (laughs) because to me, I've been involved in the relationship building and, and sales process for over 30 years of my professional career, both as a professional salesperson and now as a trainer, as a coach, And as a leader of teams that help train others, and I can tell you that it's ongoing. Things that were being used in what we were doing back in my 20s, there's a lot of things that we can't do today because people are smarter. And people have evolved. And there are ways to connect with your target audience, with our target audience, that we've been able to understand psychology a lot better. And in some cases there's Jedi mind tricks that we can use. And in, for example, in one of my businesses, it's called the sales objection system dojo, which is where people meet and we practice handling objections. We actually go through a vetting process to get people to become members. Not everybody can become a member, Scott, Mm -hmm. because some people just want to know the dirty tricks. And it's like, we don't want to, we don't want to make it a dirty trick. We want to help you influence and persuade to be able to get to a win-win. So, to get it. So to, to go all the way back from my fitness equipment days and selling high-end home exercise equipment, it, why did I get started with that? And I'll ask you, are you familiar with Simon Sinek and his book start with why? Absolutely. Okay. So it's, it's the why question. In fact, if you look behind me, the why question is up there for one of my clients, right? And fun is a big deal. No matter what we're doing, I want to have fun. I want to be engaged. I want to have a great time. And then one of my other mentors always taught me highest energy wins. I want to attract people, not repel people. And so what's my why? Well, my why gets me up early in the morning. My why gets me to focus on my dream. And it, my why is one. And you can have several different whys, right? For these clients that I was just working with, it was what was a why? Financial opportunity, stability being their own boss, having friends and family, supporting people, mentoring people, having fun. Right. Those are whys. for me. And a, a why for me was helping people live a better quality of life through the benefits of total health and exercise. That was a powerful why. And when I say that now I'm going off script, I'm going to move my camera. And if you could look at that, there's my vision board.
0: Oh, right on. Okay?
1: Yep. So you can see there on the upper left-hand side, my mission, I inspire and empower people to choose to build a better quality of life through the benefits of total health and exercise that's been following me around for 30 years. Mm. So it's a powerful why, but then you might've also seen the blueprints in a photo of a house. Yep. My wife and I are building that house on our Lake property in Kenora, Ontario. That's two hours East of here. So it's another reason why we're living in Winnipeg because that's our dream to live in the Canadian shield on a Lake in the rocks and trees. And it's rugged. We currently have a cabin out there that we work from, which is beautiful. But that dream home represents what, like I currently, we currently have five children and they're all grown up and we just married off our first, first of the the three of the daughters. We have three daughters and two two boys and our youngest daughter just got married. So all of a sudden this is five weeks ago. So Scott, you can imagine for us, we know that one day we're going to have little people grandchildren running around And, and, and like I'm 50, man. And I'll tell you, I've never, to me, the idea of retirement just doesn't compute. I want to be able to be of service because I, I love this. I get, I get fired up. And so for me, I look at this house and we have a beautiful home and we already have a cabin on the lake. It's just not a four season cabin. And so this is a bigger place. just that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's a dream. Okay. Yeah. The purpose, the why is one thing. Do you believe in what you're selling? And my belief is so strong in my companies and my team believe in what we're offering that that's why we're growing our businesses. And we're making a difference in people's lives. We're helping people. So when you help more, you sell more. And we're helping people develop better skills in communication. And so eventually that why of, hey, you know what? One day we're going to have this house and we're going to have that little kids that are going to be able to experience a beautiful place year round. Like that's a driver. Yeah. And so what I learned early on was, okay, that's my why I want to help people. And then it was like, do I believe in the products? Back then it was fitness equipment. Do I believe in these brands? Do I understand? And so I used them and I believed in them so I could easily with all of my heart, with high energy, let people know I I back this stuff up, just like I back my training, and I, I back all of my training up with a hundred percent money back guarantee. If and I don't like to satisfy people. If you're not delighted, you get your money back. And knock on wood, I've never had to give anybody their money back. However, we back it up. It's not we we walk the walk. We don't just talk it.
0: Hundred percent delightment guarantee.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you know, there's a difference, right? If you satisfy someone, and I learned this from one of my clients, actually, the uh, founder and CEO of Pedego Electric Bikes, and uh, they 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 offer my training to all of their dealers. They've got over 200 locations across North America, and so the dealers themselves hire me, and then the manufacturer subsidizes their training with a free with a free bike. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great program. And so the, the, the Don D Costanzo, who's the president and founder of that brand uh, says to people, Hey, here's the thing. You know, if we satisfy you, then we haven't really done our job. We want to delight you because somebody who's delighted, they become an ambassador. They start telling everybody, Hey, you know what? you got to get this Joe guy to do your training. You got to join the SOS dojo.
0: Right? Yeah. So you did, you, you, uh, at a very early age, obviously, 20, you're now the master of your own business. You're learning yeah. through, you know, the the rising and falling of everything that's going on is on your own shoulders. Yeah. When did you start personal development? I, like you you saw Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Bob Proctor, like when-
1: Brian Tracy, okay. t R. Becker. You want me to keep going? I mean, the list goes up. You so name it, them, I've seen them.
0: Was yeah. this in your early 20s or was this-
1: And ongoing- Okay. And absolutely ongoing. Okay, so so it's a very good question. Um, so in my early my my late teens, I got introduced to Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn, uh, Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, and then into my twenties, um, Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen. I've done I've done workshops with both Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen on three different occasions, into my thirties, into my forties, and now into my fifties. And so I'll tell you this much: it's it's ongoing. And the question becomes, what's my return on investment? And obviously, having done a lot of personal development, right? You, you, I don't know if if you, the listener or the people watching, do you ever catch yourself going, what am I going to learn now? And the question then becomes, if I can get a golden nugget that's going to move the needle to my business, it's worth it. Sometimes it's just one, and sometimes it's a reminder. Other times it's like, oh my God, slap in the face, that was awesome. And it's just one piece that makes a massive difference. And I keep learning. And I learn from people who they may have skill sets that they they've learned and from younger people. Like now I'm learning from guys that are guys, men and women that are younger from from, drop the ego, man. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because like. There's only so much that I could learn in a given amount of time. We have 168 hours a week. So if I can leverage other people's experiences and then time collapse that it's worth it.
0: So I will spend money to learn fast. Does that make sense? It does. It does how like I I'm in a very selfish way right now, but I think other people might have the same question. I have a 17 year old and I'm thinking if I could get him interested in people like Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone and, yeah. you know, some, and get them like, in like Ed Milet rigged. Yeah. Taking them there. I mean, like, I'm like just looking for the magic potion here because I'm like, Oh my gosh, if I would have been exposed to that, my world would have been so much different so much earlier on. I think.
1: No, and I can that. guarantee you. I can yeah. guarantee you. And, and, and it, there's, there's some parts of that, that even myself, even though I got exposed to a lot of things, I wish that I would have had more coaching earlier on. Yeah. Co- like there's one thing to be able to have a mentor and you can have somebody be a mentor having a coach when you're paying someone is there's a completely different ball game had i gotten coaching earlier on i mean i'm not complaining with the level of success that i have now things are great i know that i would have been even further ahead than i am now and i mean i've got friends that say to me why don't you retire you got enough money to retire. And the answer is, yeah, of course I could. I, I got too much to do, man. I, and, and this is just it. It's not that I have to do it. It's I get to do it. Yeah. It's and that again, a lot of this is mindset. I get to go to work and help people and I get paid. Well, I have no problem saying that I get paid very well. And again, at hundred percent money back guarantee people are getting their return on investment big time. And so the answer to your, to your question, I like to use the SOS in this example. I'm going to share with the audience what the formula to the sales objection system is. This is elegant. Uh, one of my favorite authors and business mentors, Tom Peters, would say that simplicity is elegance. Simplicity is elegance. It's a two-step system. Somebody gives you an objection. Could be a child. Could be a, could be a prospect. right? Acknowledge, ask a question that's the two-step. Somebody gives you an objection, you acknowledge the person because you're going to have a conversation with them. And then you're going to ask a question because telling isn't selling. Right. It's like, if I say to, if I, if I were to say to my kids that uh, like you, you gotta, you gotta become a millionaire. They don't care. No. Right. It's not it. It's, it's, it's more of along the lines of if, Hey, so it'd be like a 17, what's your 17 year old's name? Bryson, Bryson. So, so it'd be like, Hey, Bryson, I've got something really cool to show you. Nah, I'm not interested. Bryson, I can appreciate that right now you might feel that this isn't really important. Let me ask you, right? So you acknowledge I'm listening to you, right? Then you, that you acknowledge, then you ask the question, Bryson, if I could show you something to have you listen to it for just five minutes and it fired you up, would that interest you? five minutes just for fun. And by the way, there's three words, right? I'm going to go off script here just for fun. These three words disarm people.
0: Yeah. It's so good. That's right. Yeah. You know
1: what? Just for fun. Have a listen to this five minutes.
0: Yeah. I'm like frantically looking for a sticky note, but I have a, a better system to take and notes.
1: this And this is being recorded. So you yeah. can go back and I do, we do this in the dojo, right? We've been recording for roughly uh, at this case around uh, 20, 26 minutes. Yep. Right. So I would tell people in the dojo when we do a course correction, Hey, go back on your recording. I want you to listen to it and watch this at 26 minutes in and listen to the way that you did it. And this is another piece of advice, Right. The way that we communicate with people, 7% of the way we communicate is words. 38% of the way that we communicate is tone of voice. So even if you can't see me right now, you can tell if I'm smiling.
0: Right. You can hear the smile. 100%.
1: And then 55% of the way that we communicate is body language. So imagine, imagine, for those of you who can't see this, you'll see it on YouTube. But for those of you who can't see this, I want you to imagine me shaking my head yes. When somebody says... Hey, right there. I'm going to be nodding. Yes. When somebody says, Hey, Hey Joe, what kind of deal can you give me? Most salespeople, when they hear that, they go, I can appreciate you're looking for a good deal. What exactly did you have in mind? And they're, they're saying yes. Now let's flip the script because 55% of the way that we communicate is body language. Here's a little Jedi mind trick. I want you to shake your head. No, and say the same thing, acknowledge and ask a question. Hey Joe, what kind of deal can you give me? Here's my facial expression. Scott, I can appreciate you're looking for a good deal, man. Curious. What exactly did you have in mind? What did I say to you the whole time without saying it? You're
0: not going to give me a deal.
1: (laughs) Right. Was I rude about it? No. No. And so what happens is the subconscious mind picks up on all this 55% body language. And that's what we practice. Mm -hmm. And we give you these skills that most people aren't even aware. And it's so much fun to watch people's skill level go through the roof. And then guess what? Their increases, they're increasing their pricing, or they're selling more and they're adding line items and their blended margin goes up and they're having fun because they're making a difference. So it's so win win and it's a skill set. And if you don't practice these skills, sales is a perishable skill. It's no different than muscle. If you don't use it, you lose it. And don't tell me that, well, yeah, but I'm having so many sales calls. It's great. Yeah, you know what happens is on these sales calls, you might have a development of bad habits. So the benefit of coaching is we do live course corrections. You could read a book. You could read one of my books, right? Here's boutique thinking in a big box world. I'll tell you what you could read it, but there's nothing like live. And so that's what the dojo is every week we meet on zoom in groups. So now you're in front of other people and the heat is on because we know that when intelligent, when emotions go up, right? It's like, wow, that's expensive. And everybody gets all, they get, emotional about it and they get like inside, they might get, you know, they feel defensive. What do you mean compared to what they get all pissed off and they come across as offensive. We practice under pressure so that you can keep your cool, man. That's expensive. Acknowledge it. Scott, you know what? I really appreciate you letting me know how you feel, man. Ask the question. Step two, what exactly are we comparing this
0: to? Hey, before we get started, Imagine having a team of virtual assistants helping you out with everything from scheduling appointments, nurturing leads, processing payments, sending out marketing emails, creating content, managing your social media accounts, and so much more. The Ace for Gyms is here to make sure your business runs as smoothly as possible so that you can focus on what matters most, serving your clients. We offer a wide range of services that will completely run your business and give you the one thing everyone is limited on, more time. Check out our website at www.vasforgyms.com. That's V-A-S-F-O-R gyms.com and book an appointment to find out more. It's good. Right? It's really it's good. It's yeah. practice. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, rewind a little bit. <laughs> There's a large step in, in, um, owning your business and having to sell high ticket items and, you're, you're going and you're getting your mind fed from a very early age. You're getting experience from a very, very early age. Let's, let's go ahead and close the gap on owning a fitness equipment business to multiple businesses you run now from wherever you want to run them training people. Because I think I'm very curious and I, you know, we have a lot of listeners who own businesses and, and love to listen to that <clears throat> that evolution, if you will. Like, sure. You obviously made some massive evolution here.
1: Yeah. And made mistakes along the way. So I will tell you that the, the and fears, fear was something that that blocked me a lot. And even now, right? I mean, here I am in my fifties and we can, we can fully admit that there's times where it's like, wow, you know, I, do I start investing this kind of money because, uh, you know, I'm getting older. And the answer to that is, you know what? Um, you've got to take the steps. And cal- I'm, I'm more calculated, in my approach, going back into my 20s, I had my own store. And then I did a merger with a company here in Canada where we were the seventh location. And then in 18 months, I learned systems real fast. We went from eight, we went from seven stores to 38 Ooh. in 18 in 18 months. We steamrolled and the scalability of this, and, and it was it was awesome and i left because there was there was a there was a philosophical massive difference for me i wanted to help people for them it was all about margin mm-hmm. and i i'm okay with making a lot of money i think it's fair everybody listening i want you all to be i want you all to make as much money as you can and here's why because when we do make a lot of money then we get to live a quality of life we get to hire more people we get to give back Right. Like you can't give, you can't be philanthropic unless you're making money. Right. So, I mean, and I don't want to resent my clients either. I want people to be getting the best of me. And so I want win-win. Unfortunately, it was win at all cost, And it wasn't, they didn't care if people used the equipment or not. They didn't care about anything. It was crush the competitor. And to me, it's like, listen, I'm, I want to be aware of what my competitors are up to. I'm not going to compete against competitors as much as I'm going to compete against myself. So once we did this merger and, and all of this stuff happened, I sold the shares of the company. And then I started working as a representative on the manufacturing side. And I got an opportunity to see the, the different side of the business. Yeah. And I was traveling and I worked for a company for five years. I was their Canadian sales manager. And what was interesting is four out of the five years, they changed my commission structure. And every year it was the same thing. And I was young, right? I was twenty, from 26 to 30. And it was, you know what? Um, You just can't make that kind of money. That was literally their excuse. You just can't make that kind of money. And For anybody who's in sales, it is the vocation where of three things that you can make the most money of, sales, copywriting, and public speaking. I was in sales already and I knew I shouldn't have a ceiling. If I'm selling more and we're all making more, we should all be winning. And literally they were capping me. And so I resigned from that company. And then I got an opportunity to work for another company out of the U S you guys might know a, a brand of bicycle called Trek bicycles a little bit might know them. Yeah. They're a, they're a billion dollar company today. I well, sold. they had a fit, fitness equipment. <laughs> yeah. Lance Armstrong was riding a Trek bike. So, I mean, right. So, so I got, I got the opportunity to be their Canadian sales manager for their fitness division back then called vision fitness. And this is where things really took off because I was taking my experiences of being my own business owner. And instead of me going in to sell products to stores, I was going in helping the stores sell the product. So I wasn't going in telling people how the motor was made and how the deck was made. And this is the belt. And this is close cell phenolic lamination and barf and like, who cares? I was going in, if I could show you a way to be able to sell this, in a time collapsed version. So instead of taking an hour to sell a $6,000 treadmill, I could show you how to do it in 20 minutes, would that interest you? Yeah, let me show you. And then because of that, they would say, we gotta buy more stuff because who's helping us sell the stuff. And that's how I built my reputation within the fitness industry. Now keep in mind, this fitness company was a division of a bicycle company. And at this point, I was being asked not only to manage the Canadian sales, but it was like, hey, Joe, you know what? You're doing such a great job up there. And this was was really interesting. Canada should have represented at best 10% of global sales for the company and at one point we got up Canada was represent or North American sales I apologize. We ended up being the number one territory. <laughs> which made no sense because Canada had 10% of the population of 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 North America. I mean there's 33 million people in Canada, 330 in the US and I was a third of total company sales so they said hey we want you to come and do your training down here and then the manufacturer caught wind of this as well and they said hey we want you to go and fly we want to fly you to taiwan and do international training in fact we're we're bringing you to shanghai we want you to go to england and so they were flying me everywhere while i was still managing my territory right and then finally i was like you know what i'm loving this training thing I'm going to start my own company. And in fact, that's when I wrote boutique thinking in a big box world, this shameless plug here. So the book is, 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 you know, since 2007, I wrote that book. I ended up getting a speaking engagement at a trade show in Denver, Colorado. And from the stage, I booked for $35,000 worth of training back then. Mm. And of course I needed to learn new skills in terms of how do you sell from the stage? What, what can I do to be a better speaker? and I kept doing more education based on that train the trainer courses consistent learning right the kaizen method and so i went from being a represent, being a business owner to a representative traveling all over the world to being asked hey we want we want you to come and speak at this engagement and so if you've never written a book the book was wasn't a bestseller i didn't learn about how to create a bestseller until after i met with mark victor hansen and jack canfield which are the chicken soup for the soul guys And uh, it didn't matter. The book was an extension of my business card. Just because I have had a book and still do, I still get asked to come and speak at events. And of course, I've been able to create a little bit of a reputation for myself of this high energy guy. So it's been great, right? And, And I want to be able to give back. I want to give value, give more, go in with the giving hand. I mean, everybody will tell you the same thing. So will I, give, give, give. And so I spoke and then I started in that arena. And then it got interesting because again, this connection to the bike industry, I ended up getting asked by a bicycle company that had a fitness division to go train with them in California. I spoke with them and then they had an e-bike division. I knew nothing of electric bikes 15 years ago. And they said, we'd like for you to head up our electric bike sales. And so I did. And I made myself a huge reputation in that world. And now Today, I'm back in business for myself as a coach, doing sales training. And let's back up to about two years ago, pre-pandemic. I was traveling everywhere. And the mistake that I was making at the time was it was the Joe show. It was if if I delivered, I would get paid. I'd have to travel. So in 2020, and I was enjoying it, I was working hard. And I'm not saying that I'm not working hard now. I'm just working way smarter thanks to my coaches. And so two years ago, pre-pandemic, 2020, I had 144 days of travel booked and I was making great money. Don't get me wrong. I needed to go and be there and to deliver it. Then COVID hit and I was in Washington, DC at the time doing an event. And when the event was over, it was like, you better hurry home because they're closing the border. (laughs) So I fly home and then all of a sudden I can't travel. And I wasn't doing anything on Zoom at the time. It was really difficult for people to accept this medium that we now have. Well, the pandemic's honestly been the best thing that could have ever happened to me because through coaching that I've got and Craig Ballantyne, I'm going to give him kudos. Craig convinced me, hey, we got to take some of the things that you're doing and put them on Zoom. And that was where the SOS Dojo was born. So I've got a business called the SOS Dojo, which... The SOS, I've been teaching for over 25 years. And what's interesting is, you, and I think you can admit this, Scott, because I, this was one of the problems that I had when going to sales training workshops or seminars. You go to them, you, you get all fired up, but then when you leave, you can fall right back into bad habits. Yep. And so what the answer was, wouldn't it be great to be in a place where it's a safe place to make mistakes? with other people that are like-minded where you can meet week after week after week to not only practice also learn and get live course corrections so yeah you could listen i'm an avid reader i could read a book if knowledge is like paint it only works when you apply it and so what we do is we make sure that you apply it in the dojo so now i've got three businesses So, and here's how it all aligns. So, because of the pandemic, I'm now not traveling and I went into a mini depression for about eight weeks, wasn't traveling. So, Shauna, my wife, and I were staying at home and we're not working, we're not working. And so, at night, like, we're, well, we're not working tomorrow, let's have a drink. And I mean, I have typically, my rule is I don't drink during the week, I'll typically drink either on Friday or Saturday, depending if I've got work the next day. If I don't have work the next day, then I'll have a couple of beverages. I'm an adult here and everything's fine. However, if I'm going to work the next day, I want to be at my best. I don't drink. It's just a choice, right? So I found myself drinking every day, not in excess, just drinking every day. And at eight weeks in, again, we're in full lockdown mode here in Winnipeg. And so I find myself drinking. I shit you not, man banana liqueur. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing? Who drinks this stuff? Right? Like we would cook with it. No, I'm drinking Hilarious. it on ice. And this is awful. And I am like, okay, I got to do something. So I looked at my business and again, with coaching and, and we, 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 we figured it out. And then quickly it was, Hey, if we could offer the training that people get, do it on zoom and provide the feedback where they can have a constant feedback loop and come back to it, that's where the dojo was born. SOS, been around for years. I've been teaching it for years. Now it's born out of the fact that there was a necessity for it. And now I've got clients from all over the world, Estonia, Germany, Brazil, uh, Hawaii, Shanghai, loads of people from the United States and Canada, which is awesome. And we get to meet in this medium. And now I've got staff because now I've had people that have been in the dojo that they wanna earn their black belts. They wanna become masters at creating this. And if you wanna really master a subject,
0: teach it. I love what you've done. So I, you know, the whole dojo idea, there's so much to unwrap here, but let me focus in on what you just left with because you've built a business out of this SOS system you've had for so many years, and then you created this dojo. Well, the beauty of a dojo is you get belts. You yes Start at white and you can end up like you know whatever the top level is i don't know this black belt for you
1: it will and it's interesting that you may say black belt because the truth of the matter is scott when you when you earn your black belt every black belt will tell you the same thing that's when training really begins
0: right yeah, yeah. And so it seems to me what you've done is you've built an actual future machine if you will to continue this sos dojo because now the The student becomes the teacher, as you know, Correct. in all the movies. So is that kind of what how it's working? Is you've built this system in where people really want to master it, and now they become the teacher.
1: They they do, and in fact, I currently at at, at as we are recording this right now, I've got several black belts and black belts in training, and so the fun thing is the black belts in training. We we co-teach, mm-hmm. and. It's not like, oh, yeah, after 10 weeks, you get your black belt. It doesn't work that way. You have to earn your black belt. I've had people earn their black belt in as little as four weeks. Like, and they have to be a member of the dojo. They have to go through the intro program. And then after the intro program, there's an ongoing, which we call the Kaizen program. So there's a 14-week program. And then there's an ongoing program. And it's week after week. And there's always new content. Yes, there's sparring. Because you're going to encounter different objections. And sometimes they stack upon each other. The record, by the way, from a dojo member is 13 objections on one sales call to a close. <laughs> my personal record, six. That's a lot of
0: objections.
1: That's a, that's a ton of objections, man. Again, I've, I, my record is six objections and I, and, and then they chose to buy, right? Cause I don't want to convince people to buy. I want to get them to feel that they, yeah, I'm going to choose to buy. People don't want to be sold. They want to choose to buy. Well, this guy, Connor, his record's 13. And what's interesting is Connor was a member of the dojo and there's other companies that have called me before companies that you might know as well, where they, they reached out and they said, Hey, Joe, we're looking for somebody to work for us to be a closer for our high ticket item. Not a problem. I've got a guy. And so we also do that.
0: Mm, that's cool. and,
1: and so we mutually both know a company that, well, I helped them out. I outfitted that company with their closer Mm. with one of their closers uh craig valentine his whole team everyone who works for craig is in my program so even though i get coaching from craig craig sends all of his people and it's and it's not like we trade in it i pay craig for his coaching he pays me and his team and some of his team members that have moved on that are still like on their own as whether they're fitness coaches or whatnot, they're still in the dojo in the Kaizen program. So once you're in Kaizen and you've earned the right to become a black belt, then you, then, then you, you step up to the black belt program. And then once you earn black belt, now you're making money. And you're working for me part-time. Like there's some guys that do two to three dojos a week. There's some guys that all they do is they teach one dojo a week and I pay them very well, very well. And then what it's doing is it's helping them Improve their skill set and they're teaching it to their team. Yeah. Great. I want that.
0: Yeah. I, I'm all, like, it's crazy. I already have names going through my head, which is really cool. So uh, <clears throat> I'm all in on that. You, 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 I want to, I want to highlight something you said just a few minutes ago. And I want to like just make a point because people do listen to this to improve their business. You don't trade. I love it. You don't trade. No. You, you charge for what you do that yeah. person charges for what they do yeah and I, I just get so overwhelmed when people are like well I'm trading I'm like oh my gosh like just the, the,
1: the, I've done contra deals in the past and here's what ends up happening. you think it's a good deal and somebody gets screwed in it not and it's not malicious it's you you leave it in the bank as it were well it's not money. the best thing you can do is this is the value of what I offer this is what you'll you'll pay me. And this, I'll pay for the value that what you offer and the checks and balances are always even, yep. even my business partner, Chris in lead cycles, which is a, a two, it's, this is an automated follow-up business for the bicycle industry. And, and again, I f- was focused in on the bicycle industry before. And now of course the dojo, I mean, I'm dealing with people with, you know, I've got medical doctors, I've got coaches, I've got uh, gym owners, I've got personal trainers, I've got weight loss coaches. Um, I, I, mean, I'm, I'm all over the map. I mean, I've got retailers, um, I furniture designers, you name it because objections are objections. And so, yeah, like I've had people say, Hey, could we trade this for that? And like, this is what we're going to do. You're going to pay me and I'll buy this from you. Yep. That's it. So you're absolutely right, Scott, because you don't want to have resentments.
0: No, no, not at all. And I, I, I've been in those situations and I understand the the downside. Uh, So I just wanted to make sure that you got to speak to that a little bit more right on. You have answered so many of the questions that I typically ask already in just talking, which is phenomenal. I'm going to pin, I'm going to dial in even a little tighter um, because you've, you mentioned, like I said, all these names of people that you've been to live trainings, but let's bring it to now. You've mentioned Craig Valentine, but I want to really know, I want people to know what it is you are doing. It can be, well, first of all, I want to, I'm going to ask you multiple questions here. What do you, what is one thing you do daily to stay sharp? Let's start there.
1: One thing that I do daily to stay sharp, uh, I'll give you my morning routine and, you know, different people have different morning routines. Kudos to Craig Ballantyne, because he's actually the writer of the perfect day formula. And I, I follow a lot of of what Craig has to say. Now keep in mind this, you know, some people will say, you got to get up at 5. AM or you got to listen, find what works for you. My magic time starts at 5 30. 5am just wasn't working. So here's how I do it. And I'm again, I'm I've, I've been given this gift from Craig. And it's the night before my routine starts the night before bed. Shauna sleeps till seven typically. So the night before bed, I grind the coffee beans because I'm a coffee snob. So I grind the beans before before bed. And I put it in the bodum. I I put the water in the kettle. And I don't you know, like, that's how I make my coffee. So it's ready to go. So it's not going to make noise. It's not going to wake her up. I put the clothes that I'm going to wear tomorrow morning. I set it out on the floor. So in the dark, I know exactly where to grab it and then walk out of the bedroom and close the door. Right. So that's follow that. Then once I get the coffee started, I, I shave I shave every day because if I didn't, honestly, I'd look like Greybeard or, or Gandalf the Grey from from Lord of the Rings. It's crazy. So this makes me look and feel a lot younger, right? So I do that again. And, and dude, I love your beard. You gotta tell. <laughs> you.
0: No. I tried to shave it. My kids are like, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so that once I shave, I go shower and I'm big into cold water immersion. I love it for, for several reasons. There's a whole bunch of physical reasons and there's the mental aspect for me. It wakes me up. Yes. The the thing is I hate cold water immersion. Like from the physical standpoint, I don't like it. I hate it. I do it because I know it's the mental callus. And if I can take a damn shower, that's cold, I can freaking do anything. Yep. So no problem. So I, I do the cold shower and I'm talking like it's Winnipeg winter peg cold. So you got the option of hot and cold. It's cold. Only I go in, I rinse, I soap up. I rinse off, I wash my hair, I rinse off. I don't follow it up with hot, it's cold, I get out. There's a lot of shrinkage happening, no problem, I get out, okay? Now, now I'm fired up, I go get my cup of coffee. By the time all of that's done, and I've, I've the cobwebs are certainly gone, I also take a moment to stretch. So I stretch the hammies out every day so I don't have lower back problems because I still train. And then I sit at my desk here, whether it's here or it's at the cabin. And the first thing that I do then is I go into my, I just have a little journal. And I go into my grateful. I write down, what am I grateful for? And what are my three wins from the day before? Whatever they are. And I start every meeting that I have within my businesses. We start off with a, wow, what's your win of the week? Big or small business or personal? It's win of the week. Because when you celebrate all wins, it creates momentum. Mm-hmm. So that's an example. I, I have these wins that go on. And then once I do that, then I, I go into what's called the NUI or the non-urgent important work from 6 a.m. until 7.30. Then at 7.30, Shauna will, will come in with my second cup of coffee, right? Because I've already had a cup. So bring a small cup. And then we'll, we'll for half an hour, we do a meditation together. And so we will do we'll either do Wim Hof breathing together or we'll do a priming exercise or we'll do a meditation based on our vision board and or money meditation. We, and we rotate. So that's like, and and then we have our, every day we have our eight o'clock lead cycles war room meeting. It's a 15 minute meeting with the team. So, so yeah, disciplined approach. Anybody, let's say we're, if anybody in fitness who knows Right. When you're disciplined and you you take these regular disciplined approaches, you have nothing but success.
0: All right. Yeah, I'm 100 percent on board. There's no. Right doubt on, man. About it. Yeah, I, uh, I do very similar. Uh, so on. Let's talk from a pers- perspective of maybe someone who's listening is like, oh, my gosh, I'm not disciplined um, and I need to work on that. Well, you just gave them a great formula to start with. Maybe for sure start with one thing. Yeah, just
1: start with one. Just start yeah, with one habit.
0: Pick it. Yep. But the but the next question I have is maybe there's someone listening. It's like I don't have a coach. I don't go to events. I don't listen to things. Where should they start? What's like? <clears throat> let's get to that actionable thing they can take now to improve their their learning. So it comes down to what is it specifically that you're looking for?
1: Where is it in your life that you need? More help? Is it your physical health? Is it your financial health? Is it your ability to sell? Is it your discipline? Find the right coach in that regard. Find a coach. And I can tell you many coaches, I have three coaches right now, and I used to be a personal trainer. So, you know, as a personal trainer, I know personal trainers that have their own personal trainers. I used to compete in natural bodybuilding contests. I knew how to go through the dieting phase and go through peak week and make sure that, you know, it's food science, right? I mean, all of it, even when I was traveling and how to deal with barometric pressure so that I'm not holding water, I understood it. I still had a coach. Mm-hmm. Because outside eyes are always going to be better than your own. One hundred. So, so find a coach. What's the challenge that you're going through? Find somebody who's got a good reputation and don't be afraid to pay you guys. That's like, I mean, it's something that is so important because if you could time collapse, if you could take, in my example, is if you're having a hard time with sales and you could time collapse 35 years worth of experience in 14 hours, because it's 14 weeks for the SOS intro, right? So we do it over 14 weeks, it's three and a half months, 14 hours, an hour a week. If we could take 35 years and time collapse that into 14 hours with hundred percent money back guarantee that you're going to improve your sales. Wouldn't that interest you? There's your answer. If you've got discipline issues and you really need to handle your morning routine, give Craig Ballantine a call, right? If you're looking for a, you know a way to be able to drop weight, look for a personal trainer. There's, there's a variety of different examples. Does
0: that help Scott? It does, but what I want—I want to do a little plug right now. I was thinking about this this morning in the shower. Go figure. The fact that stories that sell talks to people like you—it literally is a resource for you to find a coach. Like we interview coaches of all, or we, being me, interview coaches of all sorts. And I'm like, man, I need like a coaching, um, like, resource for everybody. And because yeah. it's so true. I, not too long ago, I was looking for a mindset coach. I'm like it's hard because you can reach out to people and they all have their own little thing. Yeah. And you to really vet things because there's some really bad coaches out there. Some there are amazing coaches out there. So I love what you're saying. It's so true. It's so spot on. I have one more question to ask. And then quite frankly, I want to make sure we end on time because I have about five minutes of questions to ask you personally. Okay. <laughs> and I'm being totally selfish today, but um, before I ask you that final question, like give us the specs on, on the, the dojo. Tell us, you know, how to find you will all the links will be in the podcast notes and the YouTube notes. So like, just give us a little overview because we don't. Okay.
1: So to- yeah, full transparency. So first things first, if you guys want to go and experience the dojo, I give everybody a complimentary session and I'll tell you, it's not one-on-one it's in a group. So we have different sessions that happen every week, every day of the week at different time slots. So if you go to S-O-S Dojo, it's spelt D-O-J-O-E because I'm Joe. That's our play on words. It's cool. the S-O-S Dojo, J-O-E And then just click on the button where it's like, yeah, I want to be able to get a, free, a complimentary session. We'll schedule a call because we do a vetting process. So you, we schedule a call. We, it's a short, we're not asking for any money. We're not, it's, it's, it's no credit card required. We just have a quick conversation. We ask you a few questions. If you're the right fit, and we're the right fit for you, and it makes sense, then we we go over our schedule, which one works for you, we give you the zoom link. And then whoever is the black belt in the room will allow you in because they'll see you coming in. Because again, we don't want to have somebody coming in and, and creating havoc and having the negative energy because we just don't want those folks in I don't care how much money they want to offer me the you know. It's not going to work. This is live and we want to respect everybody's time. So, yeah, go to sosdojo.com if you really want to learn how to master sales objections. And again, it's free. And if you decide to join the dojo, then I'll make this commitment right now where I will provide anybody who's listening to this. All you got to tell me is, hey, Scott Ramage, that's going to be your coupon code, right? You're just going to mention Scott's name. I'm going to give you a thousand dollars off if you decide to. If it's for you, don't worry. There's no pressure. We don't need to pressure anybody because I can. And I'll tell you right now, the metrics are. We know our metrics of when people come in and experience it, they get these massive. Oh my god! This is how this works. This is awesome. And again, hundred percent money back guarantee. Yeah. So, right? Does that make sense,
0: Scott? It's awesome. It's perfect. Yeah. Exactly what I wanted. Um, and so. I mean, it's a super simple call to action and I hope people do it, uh, cost you
1: nothing guys. And that's both ladies and gentlemen. I say guys universally, of course.
0: Thanks for clarifying.
1: Yeah. I just want to be clear.
0: (laughs) I love it. Uh, okay. So the final question for every guest is if you could go back in time, give yourself one piece of advice. I don't care when it is, what would it be?
1: Get coaching earlier. That's like a man. Had I started, had had I, here's the thing, it it, it really, it's get coaching earlier. And so even before that, you guys drop your ego, my ego as a young man got in the way. I mean, I was 20, I was 20 years old and I had a seven figure business by the age of 22. Wow. Like, so I didn't think my shit stank. Right. Right. So I don't need a coach. I'm killing it, man. Right fancy car, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Let me tell you, I needed a coach back then more than I realized. And it's interesting because, you know, had I got a coach earlier on, even though I was making a lot of money, here's the crazy part. Some people are making so much money that they, they don't realize they don't have their metrics in place. And this is what's happening with the pandemic. For example, there's, there's people that could have a steaming pile of dog crap with a sign on it that says bikes for sale. Because right now the bicycle industry is going nuts. So they're making more money than they ever had. Yeah. But then when you really dig into the numbers, they're losing more money than they've ever lost. They just don't know it. And that's what, that was me back when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And had I had the right instruction, and I'm helping people do this now, and it, my ego is in the way. And so, you know, I, and I love the way Wayne Dyer, who's another one of my huge, just a great mentor. He passed away a few years ago. And he used to say this every day. You can make this choice. You can be a host to God or to universal power, your source to source energy, or you could be a hostage to your ego. It's your choice. I say that. And I got goosebumps, man.
0: Really good. Like,
1: like, you know, you, so don't let your ego get in the way. I can tell you that coaching people, the, the people, the coaches that care, they want to see you succeed. I've got people in the dojo that make 10 times the amount of money that I do. I'm so happy for them. It's awesome.
0: That is really incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And to have that, that attitude, that switch of your mind, it's okay for other people to make more than me. Even Oh my God. the, the blueprint.
1: Like, yes.
0: Yeah. 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 That's really cool. Joe, thank you so much for being on Stories of Sell. Really oh, appreciate it.
1: I'm honored to be here. Appreciate you so much, man, and appreciate all the listeners. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Stories That Sell podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, be sure to leave a rating and review and subscribe to hear interviews with incredible guests each and every week.